Welcome to the Nopalera podcast, a place where I share the journey of building my company from the ground up, as well as the stories of others in our community. I am your host, Sandra Velasquez, founder of Nopalera, a culture-forward brand that celebrates and elevates culture. Aside from making great products, we are cultural storytellers with a mission to inspire our community to stand in their worth. In this podcast, you will hear a mix of solo and guest episodes around the entrepreneurial realities of building a company. I launched Nopalera from my Brooklyn apartment with no outside funding while working three jobs, raising my child in the middle of the pandemic at the age of 44. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it inspires you to live boldly. Brittany Chavez is the CEO and founder of e-commerce platform Shop Latinx, a first-of-its-kind online marketplace for Latinx-owned businesses. In 2016, Brittany had a vision to create an intentional shopping experience centered around all the passionate, talented Latinx creatives and makers out there. With Latinos holding $1.9 trillion in purchasing power here in the U.S., she saw an opportunity to amplify the work of Latinos and BIPOC business owners by curating a marketplace that spoke directly to our community. The conversation you are about to hear is vulnerable and inspiring. Brittany has always been very transparent about her journey building her company, which I personally really appreciate as a founder. So let's not sugarcoat this. Building a business is hard, but not for the reasons you may think. As first-generation Latinos who are building million-dollar companies, we are required to let go of old traumas and limiting beliefs and be aware of our mindset in order to make our company succeed. Our community is fortunate to have people like Brittany betting on herself and showing us what is possible. Let's dive in. Brittany, welcome to the Nopaleta podcast. How are you doing? I am doing so well. I'm relaxed and I feel good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time. For everyone listening, it's technically a holiday today and here we are on this podcast. So thank you again for your time. I want to go ahead and just like deep dive into who Brittany Chavez was, is, is becoming because I really love to share you know, me as a founder, I love to share that transparent journey with people. Like what we're doing is hard. We've never done it before. There's no blueprint. Oftentimes we don't have like a model in front of us. I just love how transparent you have been. And so if we can just dive right in, can you, and I'm going to just let you roll with this. Like, tell me about the person that you have had to become in order to lead Shop Latinx. Well, I love what you said about like who I was is in becoming. So I'd love to move forward with that prompt. Yes. I've been, that's actually what I've been thinking about lately. You know, I'd say Brittany in 2016, when I first started the Instagram page, she was passionate. She was resourceful. She was anxious. You know, she was loving. Yeah. She had grit and there was a passion that fueled her to really mm-hmm. grow and nurture the Shop Latinx community. You know, she had no car, but she was able to figure it out. You know, she was a, a nanny during this time and she would mm-hmm. use that money to book a flight to a conference in Silicon Valley to understand the world of VC. She would constantly listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. but she was also very troubled. She was in very unhealthy relationships. You know, she was just figuring it out. And I really applaud and commend her for figuring it out because I wouldn't be the woman that I am today without her. Mm-hmm. This last month has been very eye-opening for me, Sandra, even in terms of just running a business. Mm. Once I got that investor money in January of last year, I took off on Ran With It. 
And I felt like I always had to be on or if my anxiety or my nervous system mm. was shocked that I wasn't performing, mm. you know, and I was hiring fast and I feel like I was working so hard. I, it felt like I was ramming a car into a wall repeatedly mm. over and over and over and over again and getting frustrated as to why it's not turning into the vision that I had anticipated for Shop Latinx. Mm-hmm. And in the last few weeks, I've been really retrospective about the last two years and the way that I've been building a business. Because like you said, no one gives us the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a million dollars just dropped into my lap just based on an idea. Like, okay, that is a great idea. The market sounds compelling. Great pitch deck. Here's a million dollars. Go figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then I think for the last year, I've been trying to figure it out. And the way that I've been figuring it out, I've come to realize it's not sustainable. Mm. It's been detrimental to my mental health, the mental health of my team. You know what I mean? And by that, you're talking about the way that you were trying to drive the growth. Is that what you mean? The ways in which, yeah, I was trying to drive and grow the business, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel you. I feel you, Brittany. And just so you know, everything you're saying resonates with me. I'm kind of there now. And it's just actually really, I mean, thank you again for your honesty and transparency, because I am about to try to go raise a million dollars myself. Because, you know, I, like you, started with no money. I was also working other jobs when I had the idea for this business. And I, like you, there was no blueprint, you know, especially not for people like me who had no money, (laughs) right? There's plenty of blueprints for people that started, you know, e-commerce or like beauty brands with like $300,000 or half a million in funding. Like there's plenty of those people, right? But anyway, go on. So that is what you just, you realize that the way you were moving forward was not it wasn't sustainable. Not sustainable. I feel like Shopla and X would have gone down in the gutter this year had I not come to this moment of realizing I need rest. Mm. You know, I feel like the why behind why I built Shopla and X has diminished because I've been building with my mind, thinking through numbers and hiring that I lost my passion for the why. Mm. You know, I'm so grateful to have investors that are really you know, in my core and I, I'm a part of this like accelerator program and I have a lot of great mentors, but it's up to me to kind of just be like, okay, I need to put a stop to all of this. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. need to sleep for two weeks. Yeah. I need to catch up on rest mm-hmm. and I need to get back to my why and I need to learn how to love my company again and what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am right now. Mm. You know, even with hiring, I was so, again, so quick to hire. Even recently, I thought I needed a data analyst. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to a friend and she's a content strategist at Google. And she told me about what a UX researcher is. And I think right now I need to just take time to really think mm-hmm. and learn on my own and understand and just scale it back and be like, hey, mm-hmm. one, there's nothing else like Shop Latinx right now in the market when it Correct. comes to a marketplace that focuses Latinx designers and focuses on the young Latina demographic. I built Shop Latinx for a reason because I was the one that was supposed to build it. Yes. I either pause and really reassess everything, get under the hood of my company, under the hood of my heart and, right. and, and just take this month to really reestablish my why and my operations and give myself four to six weeks, even eight weeks. Right. And then get back to business mm-hmm. or I could just keep going and then crash in five months. Yeah. And I can't do that anymore. I feel like I'm just coming out of two and a half years of just 
back to back. Granted, it's it's been hard building in a pandemic and building with everything going on, but word. I feel like I've learned some profound lessons, you know, and I've had a lot of realizations in the last couple of months, especially as a Latina, you mm-hmm. know, when that much money is just onto your lap, it's not like all your financial traumas just go away. If anything, you become more exposed and more vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. and then when you're in a position of leadership, when you've never had mentors, managers, Mm-hmm. healthy relationships with your parents, a lot of that trauma can be unknowingly projected mm. onto other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's another realization I had. And, you know, I chalk it up to therapy, mm. uh, weekly therapy. Now it's twice a week, you know, that has made me realize that like something my therapist said was your, your company is the curriculum, Brittany. And in this lifetime, you have chosen to learn your greatest lessons through building a company and everyone mm. that you hire is going to be a reflection of someone that you, something inside yourself that you need to work on or a reflection of a previous relationship that has shaped you into the woman that you are today. And it isn't until that you're at your highest self mm-hmm. that you will be surrounded by your dream team. Mm. You need to continue putting in that work mm-hmm. and reflecting so that you don't repeat the same habits. And that's where I am. Yes. And I, I love that. And so really, you know, how I'm hearing this and tell me if this is true is what you're saying is, you know, we, we attract the people that ultimately who we are inside, right? We attract, is that correct? Yeah. And, and I love this. I think it was on Twitter where I saw you post something, you know, that one of your investors, one of your lead investors actually recommended, like, take this investment and go get therapy, right? Which you just said that you're doing now twice a week, which is awesome. I love that. And can you share, I mean, obviously, whatever you're comfortable with, like, what are some of the big lessons that you have learned? It's like, since, I mean, aside from what you just shared, like, for you personally, you know, like, obviously, 2022 Brittany is different than 2016 Brittany, yeah. right? As it should be, right? Because we should all yeah. be growing, right? And if you're trying to lead, be the first person to lead this type of company, you are going to obviously have to grow, right? You cannot stay yeah. the same, right? But we do have to do that at a certain pace that is, like, as you said, sustainable. So, like, can you just share like what are some of the realizations or like mindset shifts that you have experienced? I, it sounds like in the last month. Oh my gosh, so many. I think boundaries set healthy boundaries with your team. Amazing, amen. You know, I kind of learned the hard way where you know being a solo founder is very lonely and not mm-hmm. you know my friends may not understand what I'm going through and it's hard to tell them. I read to them about my day and they're just kind of looking at me blinking because they don't understand how to be there for me. Yeah. And I confide in a team member. And then at the end of the day, it's just a job, you Mm -hmm. know? So I feel like that has been a learning lesson for me in the last month. It's just Mm. healthy boundaries. You know, this is a job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's been a learning lesson. I think also to hire experts. Yes. You know, the smartest people, the most successful people are the people that hire people who are smarter than them. Oh my God. Brittany, I literally have written down as my next question to you, which is exactly that point because 
in one of our Instagram lives that we did, I forget, we did some kind of Instagram live collab for, I think it was like the photo project or something. Yes. And you said something like, I need to be around people that are smarter than me. And it just stuck with me. I mean, we talked about a lot during that Instagram live, but that particular statement stuck with me. And it's exactly what you're saying now, right? Is it true that that's something that you also had to learn the hard way? Like maybe that your first hires were not that? Is that true? Yeah, I think I've hired, and maybe it has to do with like me wanting to be humble or like community driven, you know, I wanted Mm -hmm. to hire people that were young and ambitious Mm -hmm. and talented, but I don't have the bandwidth to train and really mold people. I need people to come in and get into the weeds and And lead, right? And lead. And based off of their time at startups that are way bigger than me, they're able to be like, okay, this is how we can get Shoplot next from here to there. Right. That's been a huge lesson for me. I always prided myself in being a good leader. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know anything. And I still Mm. don't. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I know more than I did even five months ago. And that's all I can credit myself to. You know, I don't know what I don't know, but I pride myself on making myself available to receive information Mm. and also go out there and really understand so that I can build a successful company. I had a friend the other day and I was venting to her. You know, I was telling her, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I feel like I fell out of love with my company, you know, Mm -hmm. and the thing Mm -hmm. is, such a beautiful and noble mission. And mm-hmm. when I think about Shop Latinx, I think I have this dream. I, I see the homepage. I see the, the people that were amplifying and the brands and their brand stories. And she was just like, if someone came up to you and offered you $300,000 for a full-time job on the condition that you quit Shop Latinx and you take the job, it's remote, it's nine to five, would you take it? Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I'm like, huh? You're like, let me think about that. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I genuinely, I responded like with conviction, like, no, I wouldn't take it, you know, because I I know myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like I can't live with the remorse of wondering what if, Mm -hmm. what if, what if, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Shop Latinx is too big. I, that's when I realized like, damn, I really do love this (laughs) company, you know, like, yeah. No, I wouldn't take it. I would rather, because I know down the line, I would be miserable at my job because I don't like being told what to do. And I would take the remainder of my 300K and try to go buy back my company. Right, right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I would use yeah. that to go buy back my company down the road. And there was no way I'd be able to do that. So I was like, no, like what an honor is it to be able to grow this company and use investor money <laughs> to grow it. And it's the money of investors that I've grown to love. Yeah. And just fuck around and find out, you know, and learn yeah. great lessons along the way, lessons that are so profound that I know I won't, you know, many of which, some of which, a few of which I, I hope to not repeat because I learned it very quickly within the last two years of raising VC. Mm-hmm. And also, Brittany, I mean, I hope that you feel this too, but I truly believe that you personally had this idea for a reason, and that's why you have to carry it through, right? Like, I feel like a profound responsibility to build this brand, Nopaleta, even though it's scary as shit. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, what's happening, right? But I feel of this profound responsibility because I feel like we had these ideas for a reason, and if you have the idea, it's because you're meant to do it. Yes, and I feel meant to do it. Yeah. You know, another profound lesson that I've learned, I'm still learning, is my fear of abandonment. Mm -hmm. I feel like my fears have gotten in the way of my success Mm. and my growth. 
And I recently did another ceremony a few weeks ago in Arrowhead where we where we first spoke when we had our first live. Oh, yes. When you were on a retreat, right? Yes. I went. I had another retreat a few weeks ago. And that was the nexus of my experience was mm-hmm. I'm in my cocoon still and I need to leave the cocoon, but I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And the reasons why I'm scared is because my greatest fears are being abandoned. And I've also realized that I grew up with extremely limited beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, and my parents were very, you know, they were first gen mm-hmm. and they were scared and they just wanted, you know, they wanted me to be safe. Yes. But that safety to them is just projecting mm-hmm. fear. Yeah. And so I felt like there are things that I can't do, you know, that I'm mm-hmm. not smart enough to do or that I'm, mm-hmm. it's too scary to do. And mm-hmm. I think I'm stepping into a place where what people think of me have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to love myself and trust myself mm-hmm. and knowing that like, hey, I'm not fucking perfect, but I'm figuring it out and I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. What I've learned and the resources that I have. Yeah. And social media is just a tool and I can unfollow and remove the energies Mm -hmm. via those apps that are prohibiting me from being my best self. Yes. And I think, yeah, it's just, you need to surround yourself with people that want to see you win, whether that's online, IRL, and then also too, you got to learn to love yourself. And that comes with discipline and daily practice. The practice. Amen. Yes. Yes. Like making your daughter a grilled cheese sandwich and that, you know, and then like not doing it. And that's the only thing you do for two weeks. Like that's not enough. Me going to the gym one day, every two weeks is not enough. It's you have to practice it. You know, even if you're frustrated, you got to give yourself that compassion, treat yourself like you would your daughter, you know, and it being your, your baby brother. That's right. I know I just dumped on you. I hope that whoever's listening no so many gems in there and like literally everything you're saying is just resonating with me so hard and I just let me just rewind for a second like surround yourself with people that want to see you win can we just say that again surround yourself with people that want to see you win (laughs) do it do it I literally just wrote it I'm not even joking I wrote a blog post about it this morning and I even posted on my own personal Instagram like you know recipe for a success squad (laughs) like it can be like three people it can be up to five people I have a success squad there's five of us and that is what keeps me going and it's so important to have this place right where you can go and be like listen I just raised a million dollars and everybody is like cheering for you and nobody is like oh well that must be nice no that energy has no place in the inner circle you have to be around people that are like they literally love to see you win like it makes them they feel like they're winning there's no jealousy. There's no pettiness. There's no, that must be nice bullshit. None of that. No pettiness. I can't even tell you, Sandra. I feel now like I'm surrounded by people that, you know, like, yeah, Brittany, like, I'm just excited to be working here. And like, the goal is to to take as much as I can off your plate. Like, I'm here for you. Like, I'm here because I want to see you and shop Latinx win. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, you know, I've definitely experienced pettiness, <laughs> you know? Yes. Or ego. Yes. I let it go on for a little too long and it started to really hurt me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at a place where I need to take my time when it comes to bringing people into my space, onto my payroll. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Oh my God. A hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, I'm older than you. So like I used to let anyone into my life, like in my twenties. And then I was like, now I don't know how to get them out of my life because I let them in. I didn't know how to stop being friends with people or like put distance between us or whatever. And so, yes. And you're talking about it from all perspectives, like business and personal, right? And as the further you grow, and this is like what my mentors have told me, is like the higher you climb, the more growth that you have. And I'm not even just talking like revenue. I'm talking like personally, like mindset, like you as a person. The higher you grow, your circle gets smaller because not everyone wants to vibrate at that level. And some people are mad that you're up at that level, right? Because they're over here, down here, and they haven't done the work. But you are doing the work. You're in there twice a week. Like you're actively growing. You're taking retreats. You're resting. You know, you have to be around people that fully, fully support that and are probably doing it alongside with you. 1000%. And I will say moving to Portland from Los Angeles, I'm surrounded by people that I feel like are very down to earth in a way that I've never really experienced. (laughs) I feel like before my interactions were very transactional. Like, hey, I'm Brittany. Hey, I'm so-and-so. So like, what do you do? What's your Instagram? You know, follow me on a marketplace. Like, <laughs> and then out here, I, I feel like maybe it just also goes with my energy and how I'm elevated, mm. a little more elevated and the people I'm attracting. It's like, hey, oh my gosh. Like, we don't even talk about business, but then when we right. talk about it, it's like, oh my God, I know someone that would be like a perfect for you or like a great friend mm-hmm. you know I think just surrounding yourself with love and I think something else that I yes. learned is like you're only in control of your perspective yes yes and practicing intentional optimism because that's all we have even mm-hmm. in the midst of tragedy or heartbreak or sorrow I mean feel the mm-hmm. feels and feel out the grief but just know that at the end of the day it's you're in control you're in control of the narrative, you're in control of your happiness yes. and let it out. And then what's next? Yeah. You know, it's it's only up from here. And I'm realizing that I need to practice more discipline when it comes to self-love, that that's discipline and self-love go hand in hand mm-hmm. and more optimism and more gratitude, you know, like what a blessing it is. Despite of everything that I've gone through in the last two to five years, my God, yes. You know, less than 2% of Latinas get venture capital funding. Of course, you know that. Yes. And the fact that we're in these positions, you have so many distribution partnerships in your first year of, of growing up. Yeah. And I have this ability and this dream to just pack my life, live comfortably, get massages, get therapy, do my, my retreat. Yes. As you should. As you should. So I just need to, I need to practice more gratitude because the blessing won't come if I continue to be otherwise. Yes. For me, gratitude is actually like what puts me to sleep at night. And I mean that in a positive way. Like it's what calms me. Like, yes, some people do gratitude in the morning. I do it at night because otherwise I just lie there at night thinking about all the things I still have to do, all the emails I didn't send, blah, 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 whatever, money problems, you know? And so gratitude is everything you just said. You're like, wow, I get to do this. I'm building this company. Like what? I didn't even think that I would be doing this, you know? So yes, it is a privilege. It's a pleasure. It's hard. shit, right? But the gratitude for me is like the portal that allows me to receive more. Because if you are just like tighten up, right? If you just tighten up, then like you can't let in more, right? We want more. We need more abundance. We need more growth, more of everything, more massages, more therapy, right? More like walks in nature. 
I just want to go back briefly to something that you said, because I think it will resonate a lot with people, especially in our community, of being raised by parents who loved us, who did their best, who were awesome, but also had limiting beliefs that they projected upon us, especially when it comes to money yeah. and the money wounds. And so, you know, I'll just share from my experience, the first time I had my first like $40,000 month, I was so excited to like share it with my parents. I was, I thought they would be elated. Like, wow, like now we don't have to worry about Sandra anymore. Like we don't have to ever like send her money ever again. And instead I had like the opposite reaction. Like my father actually clenched his chest almost like he was having a, a pain or something. And I was like, oh. what is happening right now? Like, aren't you happy? And, and, and in that moment, I learned so much about them and, you know, where they come from and how I was raised to believe around money, which is that money is like a burden. It's a responsibility. And like the more you have, more problems you invite into your life was basically the unspoken narrative. And I learned it all in that instant when I showed him like my phone to show him like my Shopify sales. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, it's kind of just like, oh my God, why do you need so much? Mm -hmm. And also, but for anyone listening out there, when you make $40,000 in a month, you don't actually get to keep $40,000. So let's just be clear about that. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, what were the limiting beliefs that you realized that were basically you know, that you inherited unknowingly that you have now let go or are working to let go of? Yeah, I think one is just that I I just wasn't enough. Mm. So I come from a generation of trauma and my maternal wound. You know, I, I from a great grandma who was abusive to my grandma who was abusive to my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom had me at 17. Mm, mm-hmm. She didn't know the, the magnitude of words, how words would affect me. Yes. You know, like what words she said, mm-hmm. maybe when I was at age six, that would affect my subconscious in the way which I respond and navigate life 30 years later, you know? Yes. Yes. You know, there was a lot of just hurtful words that was said to me, you know, that made me feel now that like I was kind of incompetent or like Mm, not mm -hmm. worthy of it or, and then when I started shop Latinx, it was more of, they just wanted me to have a stable job. I mean, if I was my mom, I would want me to have a stable job during that time too. Yes. Yes. So that's all that she was really looking for. So I think the relationship between mother and daughter really shape a daughter's perspective of mm-hmm. relationships of men of other women of themselves of self-worth you have self-worth and it isn't until you learn to heal that mother wound whether it is directly with your mother or within yourself mm-hmm. that you will be one step closer to your own freedom I love that Tell me, Brittany, what you're excited about. I mean, you've gone through so much transformation. I love that you're sharing it so openly on socials for people that are following you, you know, and with me here today. But what's next? Like, what are you excited (laughs) to grow into? Like, and I'm not talking about revenue numbers. I'm talking about you, right? You know, we talked about past Brittany, present Brittany. Like, who is, who is 2023 Brittany? 2023 Brittany is, she's a force. And she's driven by love. And I've been thinking about my why with Shop Latinx, and it's really these brands, you know, the Mm. people that I meet, you know, when I talk Mm -hmm. to the brands that we want to onboard, that's what drives me. That's what drives Shop Latinx is telling the stories. You know, we have 
done that in so long. It's mm-hmm. understanding the why of other brands. And Shop Latinx is, yes, it's a little bit about me, but it, it's my love for meeting people and helping them grow. Mm. Something my therapist said was just like, Brittany, you're not a mom, but in some ways you kind of are. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I really want you to think about just take a step outside for a minute and just think about why you started. And I think Brittany's going to be more heart driven and she's going to trust the decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm over here crying. I think she's going to trust herself more. <laughs> going to be wiser. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to really step into her power. You know, I can't wait to meet her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm already looking at her right now and I feel what you just said It just makes so much sense, Brittany, because you are healing yourself through creating this brand. Like this is not about an e-commerce platform. This is about you healing yourself through sharing the stories of others and amplifying them. I'm one of those brands. I'm lucky enough to call myself one of those brands. And you are, you're healing yourself in the process and by helping others share their stories. I mean, I'm crying now. (laughs) Talking like a baby. And yes, that's it. Sandra, what you said that is it. Yes. 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 You are the mom that's telling all of us that we are worthy. You are the mom that's telling us that we are good enough, that we are smart enough. And I loved meeting the brands. You know, I loved meeting business owners and I loved growing with them. And yeah. and then I had to grow my own brand and I didn't know how to navigate it. No, I didn't know. Yeah. And also, too, on top of that, I'm just so hard on myself. So I didn't know that I'm going to beat myself up for not knowing that's not. Right, right. I'm just at a place now where, yeah, I want to go back to that. I want it to be fun. And with that, money will come. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Like, you have, I just got to laugh because. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like, who would have thought? I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't, you know, Brittany, fifth grade Brittany, seven-year-old Brittany, the Brittany that went to Cal Poly Pomona and dropped out and got high and did drugs and dated. You know, I didn't think that yeah. I can learn these lessons in a way that feels tender compared to the ways that I learned lessons in my early 20s. You know, I, mm. I learned lessons from a beautiful home, from a beautiful retreat center, through mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm literally getting a therapy session from Sandra, <laughs> the founder of No Pillows. Like, what? <laughs> you know, crying. And this is going to resonate with other women, other entrepreneurs, y- other yes. Latinx, other, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just, I need to count my blessings every day. And yeah, you're right. I need to get back to the why. And I, I'm so excited. I just can't, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm crying, but yeah. believe me, I am. No, it's, we're tears of excitement, both of us, because I feel like now it all makes sense, Brittany. It all makes sense, you know, and I want to thank you for sharing so openly today. And we really owe each other the truth because this is how we're all going to collectively win and heal at the same time. We owe each other the truth. And so what you're doing today is sharing the truth and it is so powerful. And I want to wrap it up with some fire round questions here, Okay. which I think that we've probably answered some of these, but let's go anyway here. So number one, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, shit. I've been given some good advice. I can't even most recent. Okay. The best piece of advice I've received most recently is it doesn't need to be so hard. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's so true. It is so true. It doesn't need to be so hard, Sandra. We just make it hard. 
I know. We're so used to grinding. I know. We're used to suffering and grinding, and it doesn't have to be that way for us to succeed. Okay. Number two, what does success look like to you? Happiness, freedom, love, Mm. experiences. Yes. What does your perfect day look like? Don't hold back. (laughs) My perfect day is waking up early, grabbing a coffee, taking my dog out to nature, to Forest Park, and it's going on a long walk. It's going to Goodwill and going thrifting. (laughs) Mm. It's going to my favorite cafe. It's calling a best friend, coming home, sleeping, buying myself flowers at the farmer's market. Mm. And what's so crazy is I'm describing my weekends. I literally get to experience my perfect day at least once a week. I love that. Let's go for two and three. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, here two more. So what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for my spirit. You know, like people are like, Brittany, ah, fucking Brittany. (laughs) Like, let me tell you about Brittany, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you got this lover. Yeah. Like, it's just, I think like that, I just want to be remembered for, like, she really did that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she did that. And I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Okay, last thing here. This is more of like a business one, but what is the thing you wish you would have known before launching? This is really more like advice to other entrepreneurs out there. Two things. I think it's one, financial planning, financial modeling. Mm-hmm. That, okay, maybe three. Second would be mm-hmm. taking my time, assessing, road mapping, you know, taking two steps back mm-hmm. from the, your company and just thinking about the bigger picture. You know, I think with mm-hmm. VC, they're like, it's high growth startup, go, go, go. That's not sustainable. You know, even take mm-hmm. Amazon, for example, like it took them this long to get here. Yeah. You know, it was not even profitable. Mm-hmm. I think now I just wish that I had taken a little bit more time to really plan. And with that, I'd also say hiring, mm. taking time to really understand what roles are out there in existence, you know, talking to other marketplace founders. Mm-hmm. What is your experience with working with an agency as opposed to hiring, as opposed to employees or contractors, mm. you know? I think that's really important all the way down to like company culture and communications. I think all of that's really important. Yes, that is all great advice and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way for me too. Brittany, thank you so much for today. Thank you for just your openness, your willingness to share. I knew that today was going to be like a deep dive of emotions. And I just want you to know that you are a light and I'm so proud of you. And I just love to watch your own personal growth journey aside from, you know, watching your company grow. Cause obviously <laughs> I'm a part of that too, but just watching you as a person grow is just so beautiful to witness. I'm just looking forward to just continuing to watch it grow and to continuing to see you shine. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's an honor to talk to you today. 
Visit Nopalera.co to pick up your favorite self-care items for yourself and your friends and family. Join our mailing list to be the first to hear about new products and exclusive promotions and follow us on IG at Nopalera.co. And if you are an entrepreneur looking for more real talk and resources, you can join my entrepreneurial newsletter from my personal website, sandraliliavelasquez.com and be the first to know when I host workshops and masterclasses. Everything is linked below in the show notes. Stay resilient.